0: Alright, welcome people, friends, culinary commandos, anybody listening. This is the Grain of Salt podcast. I am Jason Shepard, chef and owner of Cutting Edge Meals. Perfect. So, that bullshit is out of the way. Uh, this is the first episode of the podcast here, so I will explain to you um, what the fuck is going on. Uh, what How each episode is going to work. Uh, what each episode is going to entail. And this way you guys can be uh, know at least where we're going with this. Uh, this would give you a little heads up. Because uh, that's very kind of me. So, each episode is going to contain a rant. A rant of some sort. Why? Because I'm fucking angry and there are so many things that aggravate me in regards to food. And anything that relates to food, restaurants, uh, today's topic, grocery stores... Uh, Stay tuned. That'll be a feisty one. Um, We're going to do a recipe segment. We're going to do an email segment. You have your questions. um, You want to email me, message me on Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case may be. Uh, I will be more than happy to take those questions uh, or comments either way uh, and discuss it here on the podcast. Uh, And we're going to also have some news, uh, food news, food industry news, food science news, uh, funny food news. I don't know. Who gives a damn? Um, some sort of news at some point uh, we will, in fact, talk about. So, very simple, very straightforward, very easy to understand. So, why am I so pissed? Listen, grocery stores, let's talk about it. (sighs) Where to even begin? I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Grocery stores, especially now around the holidays, the new year, you were either just there a ton or you uh, will be there coming up uh, just to do your your everyday, every week shopping. Uh, I'll hope to at least instill with you some helpful hints, uh, some techniques, maybe something that you can take away from this um, that will make your life easier. Uh, Quite frankly, also some of the hints and tricks I have for you will also make my life easier and the life of other people that you are annoying inside the grocery store easier. So... Let's start with the list. Before you go to the store, make a list. It's not hard. It'll take you 60 seconds, 2 minutes, whatever. Make a list. Come up with a list. Have a plan. Know what you need. Look at your list. You obviously know what you need in your house. You need paper towels. You need eggs. You need... Who gives a shit what you need? I don't care. Just... You need four things, make a list. You need 40 things, make a list. Stick to the list. Go to the store. You need four things, leave with four things. Don't go to the store with four things in mind and leave with, you know, a cart full of shit. Unnecessary, waste of time, waste of money. You never use half the shit you buy anyways. Next thing you know, you find the rice that you thought was on sale in the pantry three months later, and, well, good job. So, stick to the list. That being said, have a plan. What does that mean? That that means start at one end of the grocery store. It doesn't particularly matter order which end you start, Okay, but start at one end, work your way down. Don't start in the middle. Don't start halfway down of one side or the other. Start at one end, left or right, front or back, and work your way down. It will be much easier. I would recommend Start with the dried goods, things that don't need to be refrigerated. It makes zero sense to buy your meat or your milk first and then wander around the grocery store for the next half hour trying to find cereal. Stupid. Go get the cereal, go get your your paper towels, your cleaning chemical, whatever you need to get, get it first. That can be in the cart for an extended period of time, doesn't matter. Get your ice cream last, okay? Your popsicles, whatever the hell, frozen treats you like, all right? Get that last. Head right to the cashier. Boom, you're out, okay? It will save you time. Trust me. Now, here's the next thing. And this frustrates the shit out of me. I don't know why it's so fucking hard to comprehend, but listen, you get your cart, you're doing whatever you need to do in the grocery store. That's fine. Excellent. Good for you. Now, When you drive a car on the road, unless you're an asshole, you're not driving all over the fucking place. Okay? Think of it the same way in the grocery store. Take your cart, you go down an aisle. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to stick to the right-hand side of the aisle. Alternatively, if you go up an aisle, guess what you're going to do? You're going to stick to the right-hand side of the aisle. This way, two lanes of people going down the aisle seamlessly. You need to stop for something that's on the other side of the aisle. You pull your cart over. You reach across the aisle, get whatever you need to get, put it in your cart, and you keep going. You don't need to walk up and down the aisle three times to get what you need to get. Simple. What does that do? Well, one, that changes the way you're going to shop. It'll be faster. Plain and simple. It will be faster. Okay. Second of all, you ever wander down the aisle, and wander, I use that term, okay? You ever wander down the aisle, and all of a sudden, you have four people blocking whatever you need to get to? I guarantee you three out of those four people aren't even shopping for what you're shopping for, okay? Stupid. Get out of the fucking way, all right? Other people have stuff to do. Just because you have nothing to do with your day doesn't mean other people don't, okay? This will streamline the process for everybody. Plus, it's the kind thing to do. Don't be a dick, okay? Okay? So, the second thing, know where stuff is. I mean, it's kind of plain and simple, but that's just how it works. I mean, most grocery stores, for all intents and purposes, are set up relatively the same way, okay? Get familiar with it, all right? Just pick one grocery store, go there as often as you can for what you need. It will be a lifesaver, okay? Time saver as well. The next thing, I do not understand this. If you're walking down an aisle, you should never be surprised that something's there. It blows my mind to see people, oh my, oh, cookies. I never, I didn't know cookies. Are you out of your fucking mind? You're in a grocery store. What do you, what did you expect to buy? Nuts and bolts? Come on. It's a grocery store. Yes, there's going to be cookies. Yes, there's going to be cereal. Yes, there's going to be pasta. Yes, you're in a grocery store. Why are you surprised you're seeing groceries, okay? It's unnecessary. And if you are that person that gets surprised that easily, be aware of your surroundings, please, okay? Again, other people have other things to do than watch you wander around in the grocery store like you're in some sort of fucking moonlight light show, okay? Just get out of the way. I Don't just stop, okay? Next, you got all your crap, you're ready to go, you check out. It's time to bag your groceries. Unless you go to one of those foo-foo posh type places, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, <clears throat> um you're going to get plastic bags unless you specifically ask for paper, all right? Listen, I like recycling as much as the next guy or girl, all right? Whatever. Um I do my part, all right? I take my redeemables back. I Um, if I had the space, if I had the, the ability to do it, my living situation, I would probably compost. All right. Um, I do what I can with the boxes and, you know, canned stuff and plastic and egg all yes, I get it. Recycling is good. I'm not saying not to recycle. However, there is always a give and take push comes to shove when the benefit outweighs the actual product. Here's what I mean. The plastic bags. Here in Connecticut, there's three main grocery stores, in my opinion, mainstream, all right, besides your Whole Foods and your Trader Joe's and all your other posh little organic markets and all this other happy horse shit, all right? The plastic bags. At some point, in some way, shape, or form, some douchebag thought it would be a great idea if we make them thinner. Thinner. What does that do? Well, we're going to save all sorts of material and plastic and this nonsense. And okay, well, I got news for you, buddy. You've just made the plastic bag ineffective. Okay. It does not hold groceries. And if it does not hold groceries, what the fuck is the point of the plastic bag? You now need two or three plastic bags to support whatever you're buying. Perfect example. I was in the grocery store the other day. I was like, oh, I need some pasta. I went, I grabbed some pasta, grabbed a... Couple of other things that I needed really quickly. Just wanted to be in and out five, ten minutes, nothing big. I go to package the groceries up in the bag, put the box of pasta in. The box of pasta ripped a hole in the side of the bag. Now, I'm not putting a hundred things in this grocery bag, I understand that. I was putting literally two or three things in the grocery bag. Someone explained to me why one pound in a box of pasta will rip through a plastic bag. What kind of bullshit is that? All right. That is fucking stupid. It's unnecessary and it's stupid. Now I need to double bag everything because I'm not trying to be Kevin McAllister home alone, walking down the street or walking to my car, fucking bag of groceries, boom, done, all over the sidewalk or all over the parking lot, all right? Last thing I need is to walk up a flight of stairs, boom, groceries, good night, all right? It's, it's dumb. Very dumb, all right? Second thing on Palm Checkout or sometimes maybe they're on the um the way in these little magazines, okay? Anyone ever read those? It's a fucking waste of time, all right? They 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 fill a 50-page, no, that's maybe an exaggeration. Well, they fill like a 30-page magazine with like two recipes. They're bullshit. I'm going to talk about recipes in a whole different other segment, all right? Why you should follow them. It's good. tune in, all right? Um what else is in these magazines? Basically nothing, all right? There's a whole bunch of pictures with people fucking holding milk and pouring chocolate milk and the newest, uh, you know, nuts or granola bar or snack or whatever have you, all right? Here's an idea. Take the magazine, stop printing it, save the money from not printing the magazine, and invest it in new plastic bags, okay? It'll make everybody's life easier, okay? Everybody has the Internet at home. Nobody needs your fucking boring recipes, all right? That's that. Now, paying. Checkout. Let's talk about prices. Now, I get it. Things cost money. Duh. All right? I also understand that, by default, things will start costing more over time. For example, if you had a shitty year for tomatoes, well, you, you, you... tomatoes aren't not probably going to not going to go on sale that often for th- this season, okay? Maybe they had a shit year for potatoes in Idaho or Washington or Oregon, I don't know, okay? But potatoes will probably be more expensive as a result. That's fine. That's the way it works. I understand that. That's economy, supply and demand, whatever the case is, all right? I get it. However, someone explained to me what the point is. Of selling a green pepper, let's use or peppers in general per each. What does that mean? Well, that means you buy one pepper for a dollar twenty-nine or a dollar thirty-three or dollar forty, whatever uh, it is. Okay, or the uh, the old uh, three peppers for five dollars. Okay, well, okay, that's super duper. Well, assholes, you're buying the peppers. By the case, why are you selling, the, you, you buy them by weight, why aren't you selling them by weight, okay, $1.66 for one pepper is a shitty fucking deal, it is, I'm sorry, it, it, that's just how it works, okay, uh, I remember as a kid, always with my mom, going to the grocery store, everything was by the pound, it made life easy. Okay, it, it's it's just it's simple. I mean, I I, I don't know what else to tell you. you. You you want one pound of something, then you buy one pound of something. Okay, it, it, so there it is. All right, um, but a dollar sixty six for one pepper, because I just did the math. All right, uh, no, I'm sorry. It just it doesn't work that way. So someone is going to buy a small pepper for the same price as someone that's going to buy a big pepper. How do you control your costs? That's stupid, okay? Just fucking stupid. I can keep going on and on about the grocery store, but I, those those are the big ticket items, all right? Let's call it that. Um, also, too, just as, a, as a, a public service announcement, let's call it, all right? Anybody ever notice why the deli counter when you're trying to get deli meat sucks? No matter where you go... It's like they take the the worst employees, the slowest employees, and put it at the deli counter, okay? Public service announcement, grocery stores, please listen, all right? Let's speed up the process here, okay? It's the only department in the whole fucking store that seems to take forever, all right? I'm I'm over it. I'm done with it, okay? So let me see if I can help you guys out here. Emails, all right? Since this is the first podcast, I don't have any fucking emails because nobody knows about... What this is, okay, so one spread the word uh two send me your questions all right, like i said instagram um email me all right feed me at cuttingedgemeals.com meals dot com that's f e e d m e at cuttingedgemeals.com meals dot com all right you also find me on instagram cutting edge meals l l c all right that's me you'll see my sparkly bright face there um DM me, message me, email me, whatever, write me a letter, just put it in the form of an email, all right, and uh, hopefully I will be able to answer your questions. So, I've come up with a question here I think uh, most of you uh, could find useful, all right? Um, My spices seem like they lost flavor, why? All right, well, the plain and simple answer, they're old, okay? They're probably just shitty old spices, all right? When was the last time you checked your garlic, all right? Well, here's a couple things I'm going to tell you, write them down. Take notes. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, It's going to help you, okay? First of all, buy smaller quantities of the spices you need. For example, how often are you making pumpkin pie? There's no reason you need to be buying a big fucking thing, of nutmeg. Or allspice, for that matter. Or even the pumpkin pie spice, okay? Unless you're cooking super ethnic food, you're not going to be using those spices. So... If you do cook those ethnic foods, obviously that's perfectly fine. I I applaud you. I prefer to eat those ethnic foods myself. I use them, but the average everyday Joe isn't going to use nutmeg in the quantity someone else might. So buy a smaller quantity of the spices you don't use as often. You use pepper a lot. Oh, great. Then buy a big thing of pepper. I'm not saying you can't buy big quantities of spices, but if you're going to use it, fine, buy it perfect if you're not going to use it don't spend the money on the biggest fucking thing you can find Oh, it was a good deal what was it a good deal because you spent four dollars on something you used 30 cents of i don't think so all right spices ground okay they have a shelf life maybe six to eight months realistically you can get probably a year out of them but if you want the freshest flavor all right just stick to that kind of um mentality there uh, the other thing I can tell you is, let's say you see a recipe, whatever, on TV or on the Internet or whatever the hell you're doing, and you say, wow, i kind of like to try that, but I don't have uh, turmeric. What the fuck is turmeric? All right, well, it's, first of all, the main ingredient in most curries, but that's besides the point. Also good for inflammatory issues. Um, so public service announcement there, you're welcome. All right, here's my advice to you. Find one of the grocery stores, usually they're the posh, little organic markets or some bullshit like that, okay, they tend to sell spices by bulk quantity, okay, go there, they have these little containers, you can take as much or as little as you need, take what you need for the recipe you want to try or whatever you want to try the the, the spices with, buy the smaller quantity, you now know what the spice is, what the spice does, how it acts, how it tastes, okay, if you like it, now you know you can buy it if you don't like it you the worst thing is you spent a dollar or whatever have you on some bulk spices and you you can usually get out of there uh, saving a couple bucks uh, for for spices okay um, that's just a couple of helpful hints there hopefully it's helpful if not well sorry I just wasted your fucking time all right um, so next thing all right let's talk about a recipe recipes I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm going to try to keep them seasonal. Uh, I'm going to try to keep them. Maybe if I saw something excellent that I think you guys should like, all right? And uh, we'll go from there. So here in Connecticut, all right? um, It's been pretty cold as of late, obviously. All right, here we are in the winter, naturally, uh, right around the uh, holidays, New Year time. All right, my personal favorite thing are soups and stews. Uh, So this week we're going to talk about a beef stew. I'm going to simplify it for you guys since this is the first episode of the podcast. We're going to start off kind of slow and work our way into it. So this beef stew, we're going to use the crock pot. There's nothing wrong with using a crock pot. I use them all the time, okay? I am a professional chef. I still use a crock pot. They are convenient, and they are super helpful, especially if you're fucking busy, all right? Maybe you work a lot and you're single. Maybe you have four kids, and uh, you know your house is insane, I don't know. Either way, it's helpful. Okay, so here's a couple things. First of all, Sunday night rolls around. Prepare this recipe. Put everything into the crock pot. Take the crock pot. Not the whole fucking thing, but just the insert. All right? Put it in the fridge. The next day, Monday morning, you wake up. Everybody fucking hates Mondays naturally. All right? So take it out. Make make your coffee. Do your breakfast. Do whatever you need to do. Take the crock pot. Insert right out of the fridge. Put it right into the crock pot. Plug it in, turn it on low, bing bang, boom, you're off and running. Okay? You're at work doing your thing, crockpot's at home doing their thing. You come home, your house smells like you were just home all day cooking stew. Or whatever you're cooking in the crock pot. Alright? It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Alright. Super effective time saver. So, here's the recipe. For beef stew, guess what you're gonna need? Yes, clearly beef. Don't forget the beef. Alright. Uh, you go to your local butcher. They should sell you beef, stew, meat. It'll probably be cubed or labeled as such. Uh, should they not have that? Should you want to do it yourself because um, you're feeling crafty or you have the time? Uh, beef chuck is, is not bad. All right. You can, you can go with that. Uh, I'm not going to tell you quantities or amounts. Uh, we're going to get into that later on in a different episode. Uh, as I mentioned before, recipes and, and everything that has to kind of go go on there. Uh, We're going to talk about at a later date, so um, just bear with me, all right? Um, So carrots, onions, celery, the holy trinity there, uh, it it needs it, has to have it. Uh, Use more onions than carrots and celery, you'll be all all set. I personally like potatoes in my beef stew. Um, Plus, if you tend to cook it longer, the potatoes will break down, and it'll automatically thicken it. You don't need to use flour or cornstarch or any other bullshit in there, all right? It's plain, perfect, natural beef stew here. Alright, spices, uh, salt and pepper, obviously, always, okay, um, paprika, bay leaves, yes, bay leaves, alright, feel free to be liberal with the paprika, by the way, okay, uh, also garlic, do not overdo it with the garlic, I like garlic as much as the next Italian person, but relax, alright, especially since you're simmering this or cooking this for an extended period of time, the garlic will overtake the whole stew, now again, I like garlic, but it comes a point in time where enough is enough. All right. Lastly, beef stock. Okay. Obviously, it's more ideal if you made your own, but frankly, who the fuck has time for that? So, buy your favorite beef stock. Buy whatever the hell's on sale. I don't care. However you operate, uh, do that. Beef stock. Okay. Uh, dump everything, like I said, into the insert. Prepare it, ready to go. Okay. Perfect for Sunday mornings. You do that. Whip up your brunch, go to church, do whatever you need to do with your family. Who doesn't matter. All right. Boom. Off and running. Okay. Now, let's talk about some news. This is exciting. Okay. Check this out. So a couple things. All right. I'm going to start with this one here. Um, this is actually rather interesting. Uh, this is from the State University of New York, Binghamton. Okay. Uh, so here's the summary. Diet and dietary practices differentially affect mental health in young adults versus older adults, according to new research. So uh, I'm going to summarize this article because nobody frankly wants to hear me rattle off a whole bunch of uh, science jargon. All right. So I'm going to read a couple sentences here for you. Then I will summarize it in a way that the rest of the free world can understand. So here we go. Regular consumption of meat leads to buildup of two brain chemicals, serotonin and dopamine, known to promote mood. Regular exercise leads to buildup of these and other neurotransmitters as well. In other words, young adults who ate meat, in this case the article saying red or white didn't matter, less than three times a week and exercised less than three times a week showed a significant mental distress. So, let me explain that to you. Basically, what this article is trying to tell you is if you eat your meat and you do some working out, preferably more than three times a week, you'll be in the clear. You should have a, a clear mental uh, stability there, and you'll, you'll be on your way to, to having a good week. Uh, so again, uh, stick to your meat, stick to your exercise. That never killed anybody, and then uh, you're all set. Okay. The second piece of this puzzle Next paragraph, with aging, there is an increase in free radical formation, oxidants they're calling it, so our need for antioxidants increases. That's ironic. Free radicals cause disturbances in the brain, which increases the risk for mental distress. Also, our ability to regulate stress decreases, so if we consume food that activates the stress response, such as coffee and too much carbohydrates, we are more likely to experience mental distress. First of all, you can fuck right off with that coffee thing. I will have my coffee every day, and I will continue to eat carbs. Okay, that's just how it works. Coffee, beer, bread, that's the uh, foundation of life. Okay, but all bullshit aside, what this is saying is older adults need more antioxidants. Okay, so have some pomegranate juice, eat some uh, blueberries there, keep up on your antioxidants. You'll be all set. Um, by the way, what they consider older is anyone over 30. Uh, so that puts me in that disgusting category. Okay, moving on. Uh, the second piece of news, uh, just because I feel I should uh, do my due diligence here to to inform you of what is going on. Chipotle, uh, you're back in the news. Sorry. All right. Well, not sorry, actually. Um, get your house in order, Chipotle, please. Okay. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Chipotle, but besides the point, you're making people sick. All right, this one comes out of uh, the L.A. area in California. All right, several reports of vomiting, nausea, and diarrhea. Okay, you've been warned. All right, so stay away from Chipotle. And then I just found this one funny. I found this actually in Food and Wine. All right, here's the here's the uh, title here: KFC Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken Japan, released a low odor fried chicken. To make subway cars less smelly. Uh, I didn't know this was a particular issue. Um, however, I will say this. Um, if you've ever traveled in any metropolitan city where they have a subway system, um, for me personally, that would be the the city. And by the city, let's be honest, I mean Manhattan. Okay, the one, the only. All right. Um, I've encountered people well, doing various disgusting things on the fucking subway. But besides the point, all right, uh, why are you eating in the subway? It, it it's disgusting. It's literally disgusting. Why are you eating? All right. Bad enough. Sometimes I'm drinking coffee in the subway on the way to somewhere. All right. It's, it, that's bad enough. All right. But, uh, I mean, come on, you, you can't wait to get to where you're going to eat. Anyways, that's uh, a different story. All right. Polite chicken lovers can now grab KFC to go without fear of offending other commuters. Well, that's very kind of you, KFC, to uh, have to think for other people. But people are douchebags, as we uh, have uh, already established uh, earlier in the episode, so that will not change. So thank you, KFC. All right. With that last problem in mind, KFC Japan decided it wanted to do its small part to be less nasally intrusive on the subway, releasing a low-odor take on its classic fried chicken. Um. Okay, that's interesting. The idea is that commuters can grab this two-piece fried chicken to-go box for 500 yen. Those of us in the free world, that will be about $4.50. All right, and hop right on the train without any worry of offending fellow passengers. Uh, so, there you have it. All right, if should you feel the need and you're in Japan to have some KFC and you're that conscious about not upsetting the people around you, all right, well... KFC Japan has done it for you. They have solved the problem. Um, they now have this chicken that emits a low odor, and um everybody can now live in harmony on the subway in Japan. Alright, sad world we live in. What can I tell you? Alright. So that will just about do it for me. Alright. Hope you've enjoyed. Hope you've learned something. Hope you can walk away with a few tips. And if you can't, I don't really give a damn. Alright. Um, so Anyways, that'll do it. All right, remember to take everything I say with a grain of salt, and we'll catch you in about a week's time for the next rant.